Oh, yeah. Get ready for a weird off-the-rails episode today of Jeremiah Wonders. That's right. It's just me, your boy. I did a solo pod today. Haven't done one of those for Jeremiah Wonders yet, so I wanted to see what we could do. Huh? I'm excited to share it with you guys. How is your day going? Huh? How's, how's your week starting with this podcast? Hopefully it's fine, Yona good, positive, light, fluffy note. If, you know, maybe maybe this podcast is finding you at a negative time right now. Well, hopefully this episode will turn that around. Yeah. I'm trying to get through this intro kind of quick just because you will literally be hearing just my voice the rest of, or well, you know, some other people's voice too. There's a lot of calls and a lot of different stuff going on, so I can't say it's just my voice, but you get the point. Whenever I recorded this, I was getting over laryngitis. I'm probably 90% now. I've been chugging hot water and honey and gargling salt and doing all that stuff while I was in San Francisco over the weekend. And I want to thank all the people that came out to San Francisco to see me and Tony Hinchcliffe and for the live Kill Tony show. It was a lot of fun. We had Joel Jimenez, Chroma Chris come up. Uh, We even had surprise guests. Doug Benson was on the panel. Aphrodite from the podcast. Ali Makovsky showed up. as They're all surprises, so check out that podcast episode. Red Band will probably be releasing it later this week, but thank you for all the people that came out and supported and were cool and got inflatable saxophones or CDs donated for the cause for that trip. I appreciate it. Your boy appreciates it. Yeah. And earlier in the week, I was back in the studio with my boy Patty Reagan. We're still working on that Reagan and Watkins album, and our buddy Joel Rakowski from the goddamn comedy jam he's the lead guitarist for that he is playing lead guitar on the reagan and watkins album and he laid down the lead guitar licks and it sounded freaking amazing everything takes longer than we'd like it to unfortunately so studio time keeps adding up we have we got another day that we have to go back into the studio but that's just this is how it goes we're perfectionists we want to make it sound amazing for you guys and we want it to sound like the vision that we have in our heads if that makes sense to you guys so we definitely won't be releasing the album in july anymore that's just not gonna happen since we're already closing in on june and we don't want to rush the release we want to do it properly we're even thinking about doing some vinyl yeah limited vinyl vinyl release so that'd be pretty cool i think something i gotta address later in the podcast it'll make sense later hulk hogan likes creamy peanut butter the undertaker likes chunky i think that some wires got crossed you'll find out about that later on what i'm talking about yeah there's some weird stuff that's happening there's some weird call-ins but i think you're gonna enjoy it gotta give a shout out to our sponsor speedweed gene over speedweed you want that sticky icky you want that little fixy go to the speedweed at speedweed on twitter they do marijuana delivery service and he supports all, all the great comedy shows at the Comedy Store, like Roast Battle, Kill Tony, and now Jeremiah Wonders. Woo. Maybe we'll do a live Jeremiah Wonders down, down the line. The Comedy Store's asked me if I want to do that. We'll maybe make that happen if there's, a, if there's a interest for that. I think that, that could be a fun time. And Bronxborn Pizza, at Bronxborn Pizza. Thank you to Thomas Schiffer for making the videos happen. If you're not checking out the video for Jeremiah Wonders, oof, you need to get on that. I release those every Wednesday at youtube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins, or you can go to jeremiahwatkins.tv to see the videos. And it's a little uh, a little behind the curtain 
of what uh, what the wizard is doing and the Wizard of Oz. See see the man behind the curtain. See all the bells and whistles right in front of you. What's going on with all those call-ins and stuff like that? What's actually happening in that video? Is Jeremiah having a panic attack? Is he having a meltdown? There's some meltdowns in this episode. <laughs> Get ready, people. Yeah. A new sponsor for this episode. This is an interesting one. It's from I Seen That Podcast, at I Seen That Pod on Twitter. Check them out. I actually did an episode of their podcast last year where we talked about the movie Funny People, and I met the host, Alan, while we were doing the Skype interview, which is pretty cool, and he lives in Thailand. How cool is it that sometimes you can connect with people on the other side of the world? I love that kind of stuff. So check out the episode that I did on I Seen That Podcast, at I Seen That Pod on Twitter. Got a letter that was written in the show, guys, from a a guy named Jimmy, Jimmy Williams. And uh, I don't know what he sounds like. I don't know what he looks like. So uh, your boy Jeremiah, he started to wonder what he might sound like. So I'm going to read it in the voice that I think that Jimmy might sound like. And the music that I'm going to play is uh, underneath it is from the band Valley Intruder from their EP, Funeral Reef. Here we go. Hey, Jeremiah. I'm a big fan of yours. I drive to the library weekly just to use their Wi-Fi to download Kill Tony. I discovered you on Kill Tony a couple months ago, and I decided to search your name on my podcast app last week. In fact, I just listened to episode 244, Kill Jeremiah. And it was so damn great that I decided to drive to the library just to send you this email. So, I've been listening to Jeremiah Wonders, and it's freaking hilarious. And your guests are top-notch. Anyway, I've been listening to the Building Years podcast as well. It's not as joke-a-minute funny as Jeremiah Wonders, but it's perfect for my hour-long drive to my bland factory job. So my question is this. What the frick happened to Justin Alexio? Are you guys still friends? Your boy, Jimmy Williams. To answer your question, Jimmy, yeah, Justin Alexio is still one of my best friends. I see him all the time. He's doing quite well, actually. Recently, he booked a couple national commercials, and he's been doing some different TV spots and some spots in movies. He was in the movie um, uh, that Richard Linklater film, Everybody Wants Some, on Netflix, and then another Netflix movie called Mono. And uh, I'll have him on the podcast uh, uh, soon. Um yeah, he's one of my best friends. I, I see him all the time, and uh, he was actually uh, he was uh, one of the comedians that that I brought with me whenever I headlined the rec room in Huntington Beach. And he freaking killed it. He's hilarious. I love that guy. So yeah, of course, you will be hearing more great things from Justin Alexio soon. He'll be a guest on Jeremiah Wonders uh, eventually for sure. We'll get him on that pod. And thanks for the music, Valley Intruder. Appreciate it. The kindness challenge, guys. Let's get an update with that. I haven't been receiving quite as many letters recently, so I want to push you guys to keep submitting letters to me for the kindness challenge. And if you have no idea of what the kindness challenge is, if you're just tuning in a little bit late, if you're just finding this up, uh, this podcast now, basically. It's my challenge to you guys to do something nice for a stranger or somebody that you know, just out of the kindness of your heart, just to do it as a challenge, just to not only improve 
somebody else's life or their day, or it can be something really small. It's to improve your life as, as well. I, I truly believe if you put out positivity into the universe, you will have great positive things come back your way. So even if you're doing it for a selfish reason, who cares? It's still, <laughs> it's still good. If you're, if you're putting good out there, there's going to be good that comes back to you. Now, I don't think I have something too specific this week for my kindness challenge. What's interesting is whenever I'm doing shows, uh, like out on the road for strangers, I have to deal with a lot of people that I've never met before. And sometimes people request weird things. And somebody asked uh, while I was waiting in the bathroom at the punchline to take pictures in the bathroom. And you know what? At first I was like, ah, this is kind of weird. I'm waiting to go pee, whatever. But then I was like, you know what? (laughs) Your boy is going to give the people what they want. We took some selfies in the bathroom. It was a little weird, but you know what? Made a memory for a guy, okay? (laughs) Will I do it again in the future? I might not. (laughs) It was a little strange. But you know what? (laughs) To each his own. Some people, uh, uh, you know, they got to get it when they got to get it, I guess. Anywho, maybe not a great example of a kindness challenge, but uh, you sometimes have to, it's very interesting being a stand-up on the road. Sometimes you have to uh, deal, you sometimes do stuff to make people happy that you don't really want to do. Like some, <laughs> like some guy was, uh, he's like, dude, let's lift our shirts up. Uh, I want to see how, like, I want to show how fat you are from the weight gain challenge. I was like, dude, I lost the weight. And he's like, doesn't look like it. I was like, burn. Okay, cool. Great. I definitely did lose the weight. So <laughs> calm down, freaking slow your roll. Anywho, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's an ex- that's usually an exercise with my patients, uh, whenever I'm on the road, when people ask for weird stuff and I try to oblige as much as I can, unless it's like something really weird. Had one lady on the front patio of a comedy store, uh, there's like uh, sign my boobs and my mother-in-law and my wife happened to be there that night. I was like, I literally can't do that. Look over there. That's my wife and that's my mother-in-law. So uh, there's my out. Bye. Uh, this is weird. <laughs> See you later. Anywho, I'm rambling now. Let's get to these tour dates, guys. June 2nd, Reagan and Watkins is headlining Comedy Psychos up in San Francisco. Yes, I'll be back up in San Francisco. If you didn't make it to Kill Tony or you didn't see me this weekend, come June 2nd. It's a Saturday during the day. Come see Reagan and Watkins headline. Joel, Joel Berkman will be there. Malcolm Hatchett will be there. It'll be a lot of fun. June 12th, Tuesday, June 12th at the Comedy Store. Stand up on the spot. My baby hosting that show. You got to get tickets for that. Standuponthespot.com. I'll drop that lineup very soon. Got some good stuff in the works. June 15th through 16th, I'll be featuring for my boy, The Golden Pony, Tony Hinchcliffe, Portland Helium Comedy Club, featuring for him. And then on June 17th, that's a Sunday, we're doing a live Kill Tony podcast there. That's going to be great. A lot of people keep coming up to me on the road asking me uh, if I have t-shirts on me. I rarely have t-shirts on me uh, on the road. I might have some with me uh, for Skankfest in July. I will be in New York for Skankfest. It'll be a lot of fun. But you can get t-shirts at jeremiahwatkins.tv shop. There's multiple designs. It's a great way to support the podcast and me. And uh, I usually don't have physical copies on me whenever I'm traveling because they're pretty hard to travel with. So go to jeremiahwatkins.tv shop. I think we covered everything. Guys, this is a weird, wild episode, and you'll see uh, that, you know, I'm searching at some moments, uh, but 
for the most part, I feel like it was a lot of fun and I want to do more of these solo ones in the future. So reach out to me on social media at Jeremiah Stand Up. Let me know what you thought of this solo pod. Thank you guys so much for all your support. And without further ado, please welcome myself, Jeremiah Watkins, to Jeremiah Wonders. Here we go. It's happening. What's going on, everybody? Yeah. Oh, man. There's so many mics around me. There's just like so much stuff going on. Man, this is exciting. I'm so excited. There it is. Yeah, we going down. I feel like I'm I'm on Big Boys Morning Radio or something. I got mics to my left, mics to my right. Ooh. I'm all alone today. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to do a little experiment. I wanted to see how I would, you know, react to doing a solo podcast today. Just a solo episode. It's just your boy, Jeremiah Watkins, here in the studio, making it happening, making it going down. I think the hardest thing about doing a podcast alone is just starting it, you know? Like where where are we gonna go? I have no idea. I don't know where this thing is going to go, but I'm excited that you guys are along on this journey with me. Ooh, what do we talk about? Man, I'm still recovering from laryngitis. I have not had that in a long time, and it's, it's literally just from me burning burning the flame at both ends, burning that candle. So I got to get a little bit more rest. My voice is 70% today, but I reached out to people. You guys sent in different impressions and possible characters that you want me to do. So I think that we're going to have some interesting people call into the show. I just have this this feeling that we're going to get some people call into the show that we haven't had ever before. So that's exciting. I want to get to uh, your guys' fan questions. So um, let's. what do you say we, we started off with a segment that I love and you love called... Getting questions from fans... All right, I reached out to people on Twitter and Instagram and asked them if you could ask me any question, Jeremiah Watkins, or send us some characters or impression requests, what would it be? So let's get to that right now. First one is from at Scott Malpin, M-A-U-P-I-N, on uh, Instagram. (laughs) Do an impression of Hulk Hogan surprised at how good peanut butter is i like that challenge uh i uh i'm a big fan of peanut butter um as i think most people are but the main division of people this is where it gets a little tricky are you on the creamy side of things or are you on that chunky side of things that's that's the big division with people which side do you fall on? Which camp do you fall under? I don't know, Jeremiah. What about you? Is it weird if I say that I like to go both ways with peanut butter? Is that? Is there people out there that can? can do I have to choose one camp or the other? Huh? Do I have to be a creamy guy? Do I have to be a chunky guy? Huh? I don't know. Do I? I don't think so. I think I can be right there in the freaking middle. Do a little chunky on a Tuesday. Do a little creamy on a Thursday. What do you think? I think we're going to call her, actually. What's that? Oh, no. I um, I think Hulk Hogan 
himself is actually calling in to the show right now. Hello? Hulkster, is this you? Yeah, brother. I uh, I heard you talking about this uh, this peanut butter debate. And uh, can I just say that uh, I just tried peanut butter for the first time, brother. You just tried peanut butter for the first time, Hulk? Yeah, brother. In all my years of wrestling, I've never tasted something so sweet on my lips. Really? Peanut butter's... <laughs> Peanut butters at the top of the sweetest things that that you've ever tasted, Hulk. Yeah, brother. And can I just say, wow, 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 wow. The Hulkster loves peanut butter, and I fall under the creamy camp. You're a creamy guy. Wow, that is fascinating. I I I thought you know since you I don't know masculine, you might like chunks in your stuff. Smooth down the gullet. I like it going down, pristine and clean every time. Okay, that's uh, that's interesting. Well, what are what are you, what are your thoughts behind? Like, what kind of brand of, of, of peanut butter do you like, Hulkster? Uh, I'm a uh, I'm a Skippy guy, all the way, all the way, brother. Definitely a Skippy guy. No, uh, why are why are you a, a Skippy guy over? You know, maybe like a some kind of pan or um. Is there, like, a Trader Joe's brand? No, never Trader Joe's, brother. Never. How dare you? How dare you bring up Trader Joe's in this conversation? I like my peanut butter. Oh, I like it. I'm actually surprised how good it is, but if you convince me right, I might be able to try the Chunky. All right, I think that we're getting a little bit in too depth into this peanut butter debacle right now, so I'm going to have to let you go. You better not do that, brother. Sorry. Uh, we just let... I, I never thought on a, on my show... That I would ever hang up on Hulk Hogan. Pretty crazy. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Um, uh, out of all the wrestlers uh, that uh, could call into the show, <laughs> I'm surprised that... Uh... Wait. Is The Undertaker... Is The Undertaker... Is he calling into the show? No. Hello? Oh man, I, I, I could have swore that he was he was he was calling into the show. The Undertaker that would have been so crazy if like the Undertaker would have called in right after Okay. The Undertaker's here. I've always wondered what his real voice sounds like outside of the wrestling ring. You know what I mean? Undertaker, are are you are you still on the line? Hi, it's me, The Undertaker. Hey, how are you, Jeremiah? Uh, this, this, this is The Undertaker that I'm talking to. Is, is that right? Yeah, it's me. Hey, and, um, I just want to put my two cents in on this uh, peanut butter <laughs> debacle. Um, I'm with the Hulkster. Um, I like mine chunky. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm just a big, bad man that's ready to take anybody down at any time. I'm pretty surprised to hear that uh, there's two guys in a row that are fans of chunky peanut butter i just tried to get out of this conversation these guys keep bringing it back and i'm not really sure why they do but uh okay 
Um, I gotta go, so see you later. Bye. I, just like that, he's gone. I can't believe that we just had two Hall of Famers of wrestling just call into the show at the drop of a hat. I had no idea. And it all spawned from Scott's question. So thank you, Scott, for asking that question. Uh, This next one from Instagram, at mojo32 underscore. What character slash episode got Tony pissed off at you the most? Okay, so this is a a question that's referring to the show Kill Tony that I'm a part of every week at the Comedy Store. Look up that podcast if you have never seen it or heard of it or listened to it yet. We, uh, as the band do different characters every week on the show. We improvise as different characters and we stay locked in as those characters to the best of our abilities for an entire episode and improvise within that. So we do different characters every week. Some of them go better than others. And sometimes uh, I, uh, with certain characters, I happen to make our host, Tony Hinchcliffe, a little bit upset. And I think it was a two-way tie between two different characters uh, that got Tony really mad at me. Uh, People seem to like it whenever I make Tony mad. I don't try to do it, but uh, out of brotherly love, sometimes uh, we butt heads on the show. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's real. You never know it's going to be dramatic. You never know where the line is. That's part of the fun of it. (laughs) But I think when Tony got mad at me the most, two-way tie, is uh, we were these characters that personified drugs. I was cocaine Pat Reagan was bath salts, and I think Joel Jimenez was weed, and Chroma Chris was Molly, I believe. That show, if you listen to it, uh, because we're so extreme as the drugs, (laughs) it made Tony very upset, and it kind of threw a wrench in certain things a little bit. He thought we were drug addicts. No, we were personifying drugs. We didn't get that exposition out of the top. Another mistake sometimes that happens If you're not clear, establishing who you are, sometimes people mistake you for something else. So I was personifying cocaine, and it got a little bit off the rails, that show, to say the least. The only other time was uh, whenever I made a lot of people mad was I rented a Rascal scooter for the show. And this is a a podcast. It's, it's, It's a video, but it's also a live audio podcast as well as a video podcast for Kill Tony in the main room. I ran a Rascal scooter and I was an old man and I went a little crazy with the Rascal scooter on stage and I ran into the panel's table (laughs) of where Tony was sitting, Red Band and the guest and I accidentally took it a little bit too far. I've been known to do that at times on accident, take things a little bit too far. My bad, okay? Didn't mean to knock drinks over and everything, but a full drink went into Tony's lap and uh, uh, a glass of alcohol went on Red Band's laptop and I accidentally broke Red Band's laptop. So that gag was a little bit more expensive than what I was hoping it would be. I just thought it was going to be the cost of the rental of the scooter to do it, but no. I ended up uh, breaking a laptop and Tony sat in wet pants for the rest of the show and he was he still brings it up to this day how angry he was whenever he got 
alcohol on the top young rising comedian's lap. I wanted to eviscerate you, Jeremiah, that night. I wanted to kill you, just like all the comedians try to kill me on my show, Kill Tony. But no, I just sit with a wet lap the entire show. And, you know, we've, we've bonded and we've grown since then. But that was a challenging time in our relationship. So to answer your question, there was a two-way tie between those. Missy Martinez, <laughs> Missy X Martinez on Twitter. Oh, so the other two guys were on Twitter as well. The other questions. Uh, boxers, briefs, or commando? What is Jeremiah where? The world needs to know. You know, you asking that question, you're going to get an answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am actually not a boxer guy, and I'm not a brief guy, and I'm not a commando guy. What? What's left? Just like that peanut butter camp where I'm falling right between the middle a little bit. Mm. Your boy wears boxer briefs. That's right. Mm-hmm. That mobility, but stability at the same time. Boxer briefs. Get boxer briefs for the mobility and the stability. <laughs> Just become a, a door-to-door salesman on boxer briefs. Sir, what kind of underwear are you wearing? <laughs> Well, uh, I've been wearing, uh, you know, just long johns my entire life. Well, sir, what would you say if I had something that was like long johns, but a little bit shorter? Well, I tell you that uh, it's nonsense and it's from the devil. I don't know why you would even be bringing this up to me, honestly. I have a set way of doing things. And I've lived my life like that, and I don't intend on changing it. Well, what if I told you that I would give you a pair for free just because I believe in the product so much that you could tell all the other people in your community about these new boxer briefs? I would say that you hailed from Satan and that you have my worst interests at heart. Okay, sir, I'm going to place the boxer briefs on your legs right now. You stay away from me. Uh, you better get out of here. What are you doing with my... Uh, it's a, uh, no. I'm almost done, sir. Just a second. Get out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to load my shotgun real quick. Wait a second, sir. And we're done. Wow. I've never felt such mobility before. I've never felt such flexibility. What do they call these things? They're called boxer briefs. Available at Costco. Well, that was a fun uh, uh, skit that just uh, interrupted the show. I don't know exactly why that just played out right in front of uh, me saying that I wear boxer briefs, but uh, I guess boxer briefs might be one of our sponsors for the show today. Just Is that right? Is it Lisa? Is that our PA Lisa? She's always, what's that Lisa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boxer Briefs. Okay, Boxer Briefs is our sponsor, supposedly, today. This is a very strange show. I might be having a breakdown right now. I'm not quite sure, but hopefully this is enjoyable to this audience. <laughs> 
This next question, uh, it comes from on uh, on Twitter at JTGE. Is there going to be a season three of Rose Battle on Comedy Central? I can't officially say, but it is looking good. They're looking at locations right now, and that's all I can say, but it's looking like it might be pretty promising. It would be helping if you looked at me on video right now, if you're listening to the audio, but we'll see if it comes back. I'm not sure. So we'll see. I'm excited to find out the possibilities. Who knows, really? I don't know. At Ordinary Pete, what was your favorite grub during the weight gain challenge? Another thing that Pete is referring to uh, has to do with Kill Tony. A must listen if you have no idea why I keep referencing this show. A lot of listeners of Jeremiah Wonders actually come from knowing me on the Kill Tony podcast. So there's a handful of Kill Tony themed questions that I'll be answering in this episode just because uh, that was a, that was a, you know, I was a portion of the questions and I feel like I have to honor it and answer the questions. My favorite grub. This is what I'll say. I combined a lot of stuff that freaked people out. Uh, I put, I dipped a, a banana in some Tostitos yellow cheese dip and, and ate it. And that freaked people the F out. They were like, Jeremiah, what are you doing, dude? You can't freaking put a banana in queso dip. And I'm like, this is America. Welcome to America. Honey Boo Boo is my mom. I'm going to dip this banana in cheese if I darn well tootin' please. You know what I'm saying? So that wasn't my favorite. That was just one of the combinations. So that wasn't a good example of a combination. But this is what I'll say is that I invented something. And I'm going to reveal it here on Jeremiah Wonders. It's going to freaking blow your mind. And if it doesn't, you're not as much of a foodie as I am because I freaking love my food. I freaking love different combinations, trying different things, going to different restaurants, going to different pizza shops, different styles, different spices. Ooh, okay. This is what I invented. Strap back. Listen, I invented something called S'morios. Yep, okay, hold up, hold up. I know that you're wanting to know what S'morios is. Okay, DJ. Okay, okay. I see you, man. You're getting really excited back there. Lisa, can you tell him, the DJ, to stop hitting the air horn, please? Lisa, get him to stop right now. Okay? It's not that hard. We're trying to run a live show. There's a lot of moving parts right now. I can't have this DJ just playing an air horn whenever he... Lisa, get on it. You, there's how many DJs are back there right now? Is that the same one or is that more? Okay, there's there's three DJs all mocking. You guys don't you guys don't have to make those. That's negative energy. I don't like that. Could you not? Could you not do those motions towards me? That'd be great, Lisa. Thank you. S'morios is when you combine A, s'mores Pop-Tarts. Lisa, get can you stop? Could Lisa, could you get them to stop doing it every time I mention? I'm just going to try to get through this, guys. I'm sorry. This is really distracting. Uh, these DJs are really out of control. They keep, hitting, they keep hitting these air horns, and I'm trying to get through this without 
mentioning uh, that it's actually happening before me, but they keep hitting it pretty obnoxiously, so I'm just going to try to power through. The other thing inside the s'mores Pop-Tarts that you put in a bowl of milk. It's got to be whole milk, too. This is part of the recipe. Sorry, guys. Oh, I want my almond milk. I want my soy milk. I want my goat milk. Guess what? Hmm? You can't have it. You can't have it with s'moreos, okay? The other ingredient, double-stuffed Oreos. So you put s'mores Pop-Tarts, okay? You put double-stuffed Oreos in a bowl of whole milk, okay? Yeah, okay? You get a big old fat tablespoon. I don't want none of these teaspoons. No, I don't want none of these chopsticks. I don't want none of these forks. I don't want none of these ladles. I don't want none of these spatulas. I don't want none of these knives serving up the s'morios. No, I want a tablespoon because you need to get as much girth (laughs) of cookie and Pop-Tarts in your mouth. Yes, I'm going to refer to Pop-Tarts and cookies as girth whenever you're shoving it in your fat gullet. My fat gullet. Didn't mean to call you viewers fat. I'm talking about myself here. I'm very excited. Sorry to take it out on you guys, but this is a serious issue. You mix and you mash the s'mores Pop-Tarts and the Oreos into the bowl of whole milk, and then you take that spoonful and you put it in your mouth. Mmm. And you enjoy every bite of a s'moreo. All right. Well, that one deserved it. Lisa, they're rehired. I don't want to fire those three DJs in the back. Keep them. Okay. We we can only afford two. Cut the, uh, cut the, uh, let's cut the white one. Let's cut the white one. Yeah. It's not going to be a good, good, a good look for us if we, uh, yeah, he can, he's not, he's not. It's not even a race thing. It's, he's not as good as the other guys. And, I mean, we, we need one girl. We need one guy. And then there's just a white guy. In this time? No, we got to cut one of them. Derek, I'm, I'm really sorry, but um, we're going to have to we're gonna have to let you go. Yeah. Um, just uh, pack up your equipment and leave. I don't like your tone, Derek. Uh... uh I don't like that you are swearing. Okay, you're just cutting me off, and I understand that you're upset, but you don't have to just go, okay? Your check will be in the mail. Oh, he's so he left super sad. This is it's very upsetting. It's hard to be the CEO of Jeremiah Wonders. There's a lot going on. There's PAs. There's DJs running around, guys. There's a lot of characters around here that you guys can't see on screen. You guys can't hear them. I mean, some of it's coming through. The air horns are going off, and he's swearing at me through air horn communication, but it's okay. It's going to be okay. Let's move on to this next question. I, I'm having I'm having fun. Are you guys having fun, huh? <laughs> like somebody... Like somebody's gonna respond like right now whenever I, I say that. Oh, we're actually hello? Are we getting a phone call right now? Hello. Hi, caller, who is this? Hi, um uh, this is Patricia. <sighs> Patricia, are you the kind of woman who um your name is Patricia, but you you jazz it up by adding a little flair to it? No, I would never do that. I would, I'm Patricia. I mean, that's, that's 
the name I was born with. I mean, why would I change Patricia to uh, uh, Patricia? Did you have a reason why you were calling into the show, but Patricia? I just want to say I'm having such a good time listening to you. I'm listening from uh, the bus on um, on Mid Wilshire area right now, and it is such a good good show. You don't need a guest. You mean that you don't? You don't think I? You don't think I? I need a guest, Patricia? No, it's just you can you can just have fun with yourself. It's it's fine. Is this is this? Is this what a mental breakdown is? Is is me acknowledging that I can I just need myself and I don't need anybody else? No, you're you're fine. Just keep having a good time with the show. I gotta go. Love it. Keep up the good work, Patricia. At least Patricia is supportive of my dreams and goals, and she gets that. Uh, this this show is an experiment, and that you guys are out there, that you're listening, and it means a lot to me, guys. It just means, am I having a breakdown? I don't know, guys. I don't, I don't know if this is real or not. I don't know if Patricia is, is she's being honest. I don't know what if she was just a figment of everybody's imagination. What if? <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, is she a real person? Like, is she is she actually listening to the show right now, or is she? <laughs> did I make her up? I don't know where the line is. I'm crying. I'm actually crying. There's tears that are coming out of my eye sockets right now, and I just appreciate the support, Patricia. So. Thank you. And that all started from that question that was, well, my favorite group was during the weight gain challenge. <sighs> Real tears, guys. That's freaking acting, dude. <laughs> the actor bro is like, dude, I studied freaking Meisner, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I'm a big di- Dustin Hoffman is my freaking hero, dude. Yeah, do you freaking like that? That's freaking tears coming out of your boy's eyes, dude. You you you, you know what? Dude, I I'm a freaking method actor, bruh. I was I was uh like uh I was thought of a this one character called Improv Frat Bro. They would take suggestions at an improv show, like a UCB or somewhere. But he was like super into improv. He's like, Yeah, dude, what's up? Um, could we get a freaking suggestion tonight or what? Uh, what do you want? You know, like a freaking like location or something, dude. Like, can I get a location? The county fair. It's freaking gay, dude. <laughs> freaking, <laughs> can we get another suggestion? Freaking nerd, dude. <laughs> freaking watch yourself, dude. <laughs> another suggestion, dude. Try to make this one not gay, dude. <laughs> As a character that I thought of a while ago. Never done that on stage, but you get to hear it live here on Jeremiah Wonders. At Lurkus Trelevin on Twitter. When did you first grow your hair out? And what do you think it says about you? What do I think my hair says about me? I think I think what I'd like to think that it it, it uh, puts out to people is that I'm a chill dude. You, I don't think you ever see a long-haired dude and you're like, that guy is, oof. 
that guy's a straight edge guy that uh, doesn't want to uh, welcome people or uh, interact with people. He's a very by the book. Whenever you see long haired people, you usually, I I would like to think that I, I'm approachable. <laughs> this is something that I get all the time that's kind of funny to me is, and I take this as a compliment, but I, I have people come up to me all the time that are like, Dude, you look like my roommate in college, or you look like my like my friend uh, that that I used to know. I love that guy. I haven't seen him forever. So it's usually positive. Like it's never like somebody's like, "Dude, you remind me of this dickhead that I went to middle school with," or something. Usually pretty positive, which is is cool for me. So I'd like to think that long hair puts out kind of like a, a chill, like kind of whatever vibe. I have a little. I feel like I'm a little bit of a. Uh, of a hippie at times because I, you know, I'm, I I do stress uh, positivity and uh, you know doing good to others and stuff. So I feel like that's a little bit of that, like kind of like hippie, like yeah, dude, everything's cool. Like let's just have a good time. Let's just freaking uh like get along. Can can we just like chill and get along? Is that cool or what? I don't know, dude. So I'd like to think that that uh, I started growing it out. Like uh, I've had it for a, for a long time. The last time I cut it was for. Was it for my brother's wedding right before I moved out to uh, Los Angeles? Whenever I moved out to Los Angeles, I had short hair, and I, I so I've had it. I've had longer hair. I've been, like had longer hair over eight years. So there you go. I've had this style for a bit. I kind of, I'm I'm kind of hoping that I book uh, a character or a role in something where I have to cut my hair short just for why not mix it up? But I like my hair, you know. People are asking what kind of products I use. Uh, this sounds stupid, but uh, whatever shampoo my wife gets me, that's the kind of shampoo that I use. Yeah, that's right. I'm not looking at the labels or the brands or nothing. I'm just like, hey, wife, you know what's best for me? Can you order me some more of that shampoo from Amazon.com? Not actually a sponsor of that show. I'm not really sure why I spelled out Amazon.com for you, but we do have, we we subscribe to that Prime, you know. Big Prime fans in this household. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, hope that answers your question. At Desmond Thomas eight one three from Twitter asks, "What's your favorite character you've done on Kill Tony?" Huge fan. Thanks, Desmond. That's a cool question. Uh, again, going back to it, we do different characters every week on Kill Tony. And we, I, we've done a lot. Uh, there's some that we do that are recurring that are that we like to bring back because people request them a lot at first. We just, uh, we just recurred uh, the Westworld cowboy characters. They're, uh, they're part robot, part cowboy from the hit show Westworld on HBO. Uh, that those are super fun. The prisoners we we've been asked to bring back a lot, and uh, there's other ones. I I, I kind of like some of the more obscure ones myself. Uh, uh, we we've recurred with the douchebag characters. Those are fun. Um, one of my favorite ones was uh, Pat Reagan and I uh, and Joel Jimenez. We were the Beastie Boys, and everything that Pat and I said for the entire episode was in unison. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> like there's different people who would come up on stage and, and we would say our lines in, in unison after that, like, like after, uh, an interview or something, it was just fun. Like the way that, that 
those characters were like I, I love peas in a pod characters like characters that are like the same kind of they're similar they have the same frame of mind and thinking so that you can go the same places with them and you kind of know where to take them that's always fun but the diner waitresses I loved that was like an obscure character that we did a long time ago we did young dads where we had babies and baby bjorns and I told bad dad jokes while I was uh, sporting the young dad and of course um Professor Snape when I read the Harry Potter themed episode I mean he uh my car actually broke down that night, so I that was the reason I came in super late. And it's been a long time since uh, I've done that character, but uh, love me some Alan Rickman. Uh, okay, our our PA Lisa is queuing to me that we have a call coming in. Hello, uh, caller. Who is this? Hello, is this Jeremiah Watkins? Is this Professor Snape? from Harry Potter? Yes, it is. I was calling to... Could you spit it out maybe a little bit faster? I feel like we're going to be on the line a long time if you keep talking that slowly. Like, what if you're not, like, calling to warn us of a natural disaster or anything, are you? Actually, I was calling tell you there is a fire coming towards Los Angeles. There's a fire coming to. Okay, could you spit this out a little bit faster? And there's also a tornado coming towards... Where is it coming towards? This is freaking me out that, 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 that there's all these natural disasters coming. And there's also floods coming your way, Mr. Potter. Wait. You call me Jeremiah first, but then you call me Harry. Do you think that I'm Harry Potter right now? Is that... Are we? Are, you said Los Angeles. I'm getting a little confused with... Am I talking to Alan Rickman, the actor, or am I talking to Professor Snape in the world of Harry Potter? There's a lot of lines that are being blurred right now. I'm looking at you through your window, Jeremiah. I see what you are wearing. Okay, this is getting a little strange, a little creepy. Uh, I'm going to have to let you go, Professor Snape. Wait. Would you like to join House Slytherin? Would, Would I like to join House Slytherin? I mean, I mean, you, you, you already have one cool blonde-haired kid, Draco Malfoy. I mean, we need another. Draco has not fulfilled the prophecy like I would like him to. I would love to be the new Draco, and I accept it with honor. And I will speak to you very soon at Hogwarts. Child. Wow. 
I just got initiated into Hogwarts through Slytherin. <laughs> take that, losers. Yep, that's right. I have to take on a mean personality now because I'm in House Slytherin. I definitely thought I was more of a Gryffindor or at least a Hufflepuff, but I guess not. I guess I'm a bad boy Slytherin. Watch out. <laughs> I wonder if there's like one person in Harry Potter, like in that world. I like to think that there's somebody who got kind of placed in the wrong house by the sorting hat and he's like in slither and he's like yeah i'm one of the bad boys <laughs> yeah let's go get b's instead of a's on our test <laughs> right guys <laughs> yeah let's go uh grow some <laughs> fruit and veggies in the garden and maybe give it to some elderly people no that's not how this works in here <laughs> okay, your voice sounds very low for a sophomore in high school, but I'm just one of the bad boys. I guess I'm going to start <laughs> uh, twisting licorice and throwing it at the back of girls' heads. It's not good enough. You need to you need to figure out more evil things to do. Okay, I will work on that, and I will get back to you because I am definitely in the right house. I should be in Slytherin and definitely not Gryffindor or anywhere else. That's right, because I'm a bad Slytherin boy. <laughs> yep. Well, this next question comes from at Hollop Hollop. <laughs> On Twitter, do you plan on sticking to the front board slide your entire career, or would you like to be an omni-board sliding entity? Thanks. Hey, bro, I'm trying as hard as I can to do different kinds of board slides. And that's a, a skateboarding reference for you people who do not know what I'm talking about. Yes, on Instagram and Twitter, I post myself doing frontside board slides. Is that one of the only tricks that I can do? Yes. Am I extremely proud of that one trick? Yes. Am I trying to learn other tricks constantly, but it is very challenging? Yes. Am I almost 30 and I'm going to the skate park and I see kids around me who are crushing it, who are half or more than half my age? Yes. Is it embarrassing that I sometimes wear pads at the skate park when I may not need to wear pads, but I need it for my security and my safety? Yes. Is it a possibility that I could get hurt? So I want to wear the pads because I'm a comedian. Yes, these are all valid questions. And I thank you, Lisa, for queuing all those up. I, Lisa's doing, Guys, could we, could we just give it up for Lisa, the PA on the show? I mean, what she does for this show behind the scenes is really a thankless job. And okay, Lisa, she turned on the applause sign again. She, I, I don't know why she thinks that she deserves it. Lisa, I just thanked you. Could you stop telling the audience to applause? We all know that there's a live audience here. And that, Lisa, this is getting a little... Do you want to be out the door like like the, the second DJ, the white DJ? That's what I freaking thought. I hate that I have to be a boss. You know? You try to start a company from the ground up, like Jeremiah Wonders, the podcast. Oh, is that my picture behind me? I guess it is. And people take advantage of you guys. It's hard to run a Fortune 500 podcast company like Jeremiah Wonders. It gets stressful, guys. It's... 
I love this next question. Untouched taint. Great handle. Can I just say great handle? Untouched taint. Wow. That wasn't, that was available? <laughs> Untouched taint? How did you get that? I'm just shocked. Did that, blown away that that was available. Untouched taint. Congratulations on securing that username. He asked, or she, I don't know. What is your favorite 90s slash early 2000s Christian rock or Christian pop bands? And have you ever been to a Christian concert? Love you. Untouched Taint. That's a freaking great question. For those of you who have listened deep to the podcast, uh, uh, I grew up in a very religious household, uh, super Christian, uh, was raised. So I grew up with Christian rock groups. Uh, talked about a little bit about this in the Bobby Lee episode uh, earlier that um, earlier in the feed, if you look that up. But at the time, I listened to Newsboys and Audio Adrenaline. Those were like the two that I love. But later on, Reliant K. Man, I freaking love Reliant K. Uh, just their sound. Uh, and they do uh, there's they do some other stuff that's I guess would be considered secular. Ooh, watch out there! I don't know if you should be listening to secular music or not, Jeremiah. But it sounds fun and it makes you want to groove and move your hips a little bit. Might be from the devil. Who knows? Nope, it's not. Okay, it's a great time. All right, keep on listening to it. Yeah, fantastic. I no, I really enjoy. Uh, I enjoyed those bands. Um, I remember this one lyric from Newsboys that uh, was stuck in my head for years. Um, how'd it go? If the big one finds you, let this song remind you that they don't serve breakfast in hell. The song is called Breakfast. And basically, uh, it was scaring listeners into uh, reminding them that breakfast is really good. I mentioned S'morios earlier in this podcast. And uh, they don't serve breakfast in hell, so you should be a good person. Otherwise, you're freaking going there. Uh, that was a scary part of my childhood, was being doomed and gloomed into um, the possibility of going to hell. Yep, a lot of memories of uh, being terrified. Yep, a lot of that where uh, where there's this, uh, this, this thing. You step on a crack, you break the devil's back. Guess what? Your boy, every time he saw a crack, uh, yeah, 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 take that freaking devil. I'm going to be a little superhero boy that's <laughs> that doesn't really know the meaning of this, but I'm going to take the devil uh, down a notch. I remember being so afraid of uh, hell growing up that uh, the Newsboys song, uh, that they don't serve breakfast in hell, I would, my sister and I would turn down the analog like dial on the CD player or whatever it was playing out of. And uh, because we didn't even want to hear the word hell. It was like we thought that word even was so bad because it was associated with the burning depths of a fiery pit of uh, your soul uh, on fire for eternity that, you know, we were, we were scared. And rightfully so. We were little kids. We had no idea. So, yeah, that was that. those were the bands. Uh, I, wow, I got real, real, real there. <laughs> <laughs> real real there just talking about christian bands and then it led to me being terrified of hell but that was like a real thing i grew up with that was like super scared uh of hell uh and just anytime you sinned you you better ask for forgiveness for that sin which I, you know i i still i still 
I don't get into it on this podcast too much. I still believe in God. I still pray. But I, I don't really look at it quite like that black and white anymore. Uh, I think it's, I would like to think at the end of your life, uh, if you were very good to people and you had a positive impact on people's lives, uh, that if there is a heaven, that you would be granted welcomeness and open arms. But none of us know so uh there you go next question awkward uh, i don't know did he make it awkward who knows uh lisa uh, hit the applause button uh, let's uh get some kind of energy in here <laughs> uh thank you Ooh. no but uh there's there's some other ones i can't think of any other christian bands off the top of my head oh dc talk was one. Oh man i freaking loved me some dc talk uh i don't think that I, the first concert that i went to was actually um that i remember i was working at a a radio station in kansas city and there was a a radio station called uh 90 96.5 the buzz krbz i worked uh morning radio for them and i got tickets for my sister and i in lawrence kansas to go see spoon i turn my camera on i cut my finger on the way on the way that makes it sound better or worse with that effect i turn my camera on i cut my finger on the way this is a spoon song that i love anywho what what is what does that sound mean lisa oh we're having some shenanigans on the show oh, i can't believe how much fun we're having Oh my goodness. Well, this brings us to our next question. Uh, I'm going to do a few more questions, then we're going to end this thing with Sax Talk. I uh, hope you guys have been enjoying this so far. Um, having, a, having a good time. Uh, I, I, you know, we're finding the flow for this thing. It's partly Lisa's fault that it's not. All right, I didn't mean to. Sorry, I don't, I don't know why I. Um... Okay, Lisa, I understand. I won't take it out on you. You're in charge of the sound effects around here, so I get it. Lisa? Lisa? Lisa, this is not your break, okay? You can't listen to techno while I'm rolling on the show. God. Sometimes I want to freaking fire her, but she works so hard. She's an inspiration to us all. Give it up for Lisa. All right. Okay, you got your applause. Great. At Revel its finest. Uh, most points scored in a sanction with referees basketball game. <sighs> Let's just say I'm going to call out the punch drunk guys and the Legion of Skanks guys right now. They've been talking crap on their podcast. Yep. Talking about how Kill Tony's going to do in this basketball tournament that's coming up for Skankfest in July in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's right. Tony and I and one other undecided member, possibly Josh Martin, will be in a three-on-three basketball tournament with the Legion of Skanks podcast and 
punch drunk, and I think come down is another entry. Kill Tony boys are coming for you. Uh, your boy right here, I'm going to be going hard in the paint down low. Most points I've scored probably in a basketball game, I believe, and I'm not exaggerating, it's in the upper 30s to lower 40s. There, I've played some pretty monster games in middle school. That that was probably the peak for me. Yeah, you hear that? Legion Skanks and Punch Strongs. Sports middle school, man. That's where I freaking peak, dude. So freaking watch yourself in July in New York because you don't know what kind of handles I've developed since then or how hard I've fallen off since then. Yeah, that's right. No, I uh, I used to get a lot of double-doubles, and uh, I've had some triple-doubles in my, in my time. Yeah, that's right. Triple-doubles. A lot of double-doubles. A lot of, like, where I rebounded way over 10 rebounds and uh, in the 20s and 30s for points. But, yeah, so I, I'm going to say, let's say 36 points is probably my all-time high with refs. What up? Prairie Star Middle School. Freaking representing dog. They put me on a lower skill team than I should have been, so I might have dominated a little bit more than I should have. That's what happens when you underestimate your boy. Am I still bitter about middle school basketball? Possibly. Did it push me to become the comedian that I am? Definitely. Watch out. Freaking Panthers. Panther night. Watch out. Uh, what is one line that someone you roasted you with that you couldn't respond to because you were laughing? And if so, who was it that roasted you? Uh, one of the funniest roast jokes that I have ever had slung against me was from a master, Dave Attell. He told me that I look like Tom Petty's daughter. And I had no response because I was dying laughing. And that's whenever sometimes you just got to bow down to the greats and you just got to shut up and realize there's no kind of response they just hit you uh, with the perfect insult. So that was uh, that was it. This fanning out segment's been, you know, it's been most of the the podcast. But I feel like we've we've been on a lot of different. Uh, there's been a lot of different people who've been calling in and stuff that uh, that's it's been uh, a a little bit. That, before I get to these last couple of questions. I asked people to send in impressions and characters and uh, I want to try to do a couple of them because I asked you guys which ones you'd like to see or at least see me try to attempt at least, right? So I'm not going to make excuses. That's what people say right before they make an excuse. If you knows that, I'm not going to make excuses, but here's my excuse why I can't execute as well as I would like to. But I did. If you rewind that footage at the top of the podcast, I told you that my voice is 70%. I'll do my best. I'll do my freaking best. guy. I'll try. I'll try my hardest, guys. Okay? Okay? Just give me a shot. I freaking... I already cried for you guys live on this podcast. There was real tears that came out of my eyes. So this first impression that people uh, were asking to see if I could do, Gilbert Gottfried. It's a little tough on the uh, the old pipes. Uh, I don't know how you could talk like that forever, which I found out on the DL. He doesn't actually talk like that all the time. Yeah. I heard him leave a voicemail to Jeff Ross once. I was in the car. Yep. He was playing back a voicemail. He doesn't always sound like that. 
it's hiding. I guess it's it's kind of a character like Larry the Cable Guy. Isn't that crazy? Shh. Don't tell Jeff I told you. Don't tell Gilbert I told you. Uh-oh, I think. Oh, no, Gilbert. How is this podcast going on live? How's Lisa? How is Gilbert already? He's calling into the show. I got to take this. Um, this is very awkward. Uh, I hope that I can handle this because he might be, he might be very upset guys. And, uh, hello, is this, uh, Gilbert Gottfried? Why are you telling people that I do not always talk like this? Gilbert, do you have a cold or something that doesn't sound exactly like you? Of course I have a cold right now. Well, uh, that would explain why you don't sound exactly like yourself. Are you still upset since not working for Aflac anymore? I made my money how I needed to. But now I can move on to other things. And that's addressing why you are telling people the secret of that I don't always sound like this. Well, I'm sorry that I let... The cat out of the bag? Yes, I know. I was Iago in Aladdin. I think I know a thing or two. Okay, I'm really scared. Uh, I am going to break your legs, Jeremiah. I'm calling all of my mob friends as we speak to come to the business and the deed right now. Okay, uh... Uh, I'm really sorry. I apologize for... Uh, I didn't realize it was like a superhero thing that I couldn't uh, reveal that about you. Yes, I expect you to be sleeping with the fishes very soon. All right. Um, please forgive me. Goodbye. Guys, if I go missing... It's because Gilbert Gottfried put out a hit on me, okay? I can't believe this is happening. Well, the next impression that people wanted me to do before I might mysteriously pass away is Zoinks! I don't know, Scoop! People wanted me to do Shaggy for some reason. It's probably because uh, I get that I look like Shaggy a lot. Gee, is that a real thing? I don't know, Scoop! That's my That's my Shaggy with my freaking laryngitis voice i'm like kicking myself i freaking dedicate an episode (laughs) for solo and i'm like yeah send me all the impressions you can and then i'm like oh yeah i'll do my freaking best what are you freaking doing jeremiah freaking you got this dude you freaking got this bro i like the hulk hogan peanut butter suggestion i like it whenever people suggest like specific things That was me taking a, a drink because uh, Gilbert Gottfried is freaking hard on your throat. Oh, I guess we should get this out of the way. Uh, I guess DMX is calling in right now. Is that Lisa? Hey, man, it's DMX. Hey, man, I'm a big fan of the show. You're a big fan of the show, DMX? Ah, yeah, man. I like the show a lot. Hey, DMX, do you remember whenever we sang... For that Comedy Central show, After Jam? Do you remember that? After Jam! After Jam! It's a bug show out of the Comedy Jam. Gotta go! Oh, we just lost DMX. That's crazy. Uh, a little story about DMX. I uh, I actually have met DMX. have performed with him. We were doing a show with uh, me, my buddy Josh Adam Myers, and Avery Pearson. 
we were doing the show where it was the post show to uh, the comedy jam that was on Comedy Central where it was kind of like a TRL thing that JMO hosted and Avery and I were kind of the band for that. I was on sax, Avery was on keys. And basically, we uh, would interview the people who would do the comedy jam after the show. It was, the post show. it was just like the theme song said. It was the post show after the comedy jam. So DMX is off to the side, right? And we're winding up and uh, we really wanted him in there. We wanted him to to freaking be on the show. He didn't do the interview. And we're like, ah, a little bit bummed. But your boy had an idea. He was in the waiting area for the guest to come on. And we were winding and wrapping up the show. So I had an idea. I was like, if I'm playing sax, if I follow and go over to the section where DMX is sitting, I think the camera guys are going to follow me. He might get into it just because he likes energy and fun and good times. So I start playing. I walk over where DMX is sitting. He starts getting into it. He's like, okay, uh-huh, yeah, all right. And he starts getting into it, and he starts singing like after, because we keep singing the theme song over and over. He starts singing our theme song that we wrote with us. After Jay, after Jay is a pocho, after the comedy jam. Hello. So we're all like jumping up and down. We're going as crazy as hard as we can. I almost like black out because there's so much energy and so much screaming, so much like just fun just being thrown and launched around the room. And that's how we got DMX on our post show on Comedy Central that was available on Comedy Central Digital for a very short time. <laughs> what a fun story, huh? Bill Hader. There's the Bill Hader's a good one. Um, Bill Hader is like a. Um, I feel like he's a uh, kind of a. It's kind of a, a like a nasally kind of kind of guy. Uh, has a little bit of a, a lisp, um, and uh, oh, it's a pretty rough. Bill Hader. I'm gonna work on Bill Hader and get back to it. Have you seen my new show, Barry? On uh... <laughs> Frank. Frick! I just like start throwing over my equipment. Dang it! I didn't nail the Bill Hader. My voice isn't up to a hundred percent. It's hurting right now as I'm being fake angry. Lisa, give me some tea from my throat. We're gonna do Bill Hader next week on Jeremiah Wonders. Vengeance will be mine. Somebody wanted me to do an Eminem impression. Uh, I feel like Eminem is like uh, it's all about cadence with him. Like he's like at the grocery store and uh, the grocery store clerk is asking, do you, do you want paper or plastic? This worker at this store asked if I want paper or plastic. I responded, I think that the plastic's fantastic and I think that, <laughs> that I will never go down because I think that I... The opposite of the smile is a frown in this place and, and the disgrace. And I know of the one that I am the one that likes the honey buns. When in the breakfast, I eat this and every day I, and I cry and I wait for the day every day that I die. And I'm munching and crunching and bunching of oats. And I like the cereal with the, lots of the oats. And I, <sighs> I just have like an aneurysm. And uh, and, and that's my Eminem impression. Um these are, you know, what's, what's good about people sending these in? These are, uh, these are giving me uh, room to, uh, to, to work on some of these because some of these are, are really good. Somebody sent in Kurt Cobain, a cross between Kurt Cobain 
and Bane from Batman, who also happens to be a little short with people. On the outside, it is contagious. Here we are now. Acting stupid. Yes, it's me, Kurt Cobain. Have you seen my documentaries? You know what my favorite gun of choice is to shoot Batman? A shotgun. Yes. Here we are now. Every day this. Here we are now. <laughs> Acting stupid. Yes, it's me. Kurt Cobain. I can't believe I have long, luscious hair. I've been wanting it for so long. I was born in the darkness, but then I grew my hair out, and people thought that I was more grungy than scary. It's a very mixed message I'm sending people with my music, inspiring hope and grunge and taking over the city of Arkham at the same time. Kurt Cobain, bye. Great suggestion. Kurt Cobain might be a new character in my arsenal. Who knows? Uh, I got to a decent amount of the impressions. We'll say we'll save some other ones for uh, a future episode when your boy's back to a hundred percent. I know I'm making excuses, but I know I know my range. Example: Usually, I can end a falsetto. That's where I'm at right now. It's still freaking tight and sore. So, last couple questions, then we'll get into sax talk, baby. At first, Shirk P on Instagram. When did you start to realize you were funny growing up? And was it a defense mechanism, a way to make friends, etc.? Uh, I did the impression of Eminem that uh, that first Shirk P asked me to do. Tried to do my best. Sitting back in this class and the ass and the tag. <laughs> uh, I started to be able to imitate at a very young age and mimic different cartoon voices and different stuff like that where adults found it funny. Not just my friends, but adults were finding it funny. We're like, hey, this kid can do this. That's when I kind of found out I kind of had a knack for doing like different voices and singing and different stuff like that. And I did, I mean, I think later on for sure I started to use it as, as a defense mechanism because if you're making somebody laugh, like it's hard to get bullied if you're making people laugh in the process or making them smile uh, like if you get made fun of, if you have a retort back or if you're just like blow it off and you have something funny to say or do or something zany, whatever. So I guess I did. And, and uh, as I uh, was in public school later on, maybe use it as, as a defense mechanism, but more I use it to make friends. Like uh, originally I've never had an, like a, a problem making friends before, but the transition from private school to, to public school, uh, the seventh to eighth grade, uh, I started going to public school in eighth grade. Before that was a, a private Christian school. We'll get into that in another episode, but, uh, in other episodes, but in my public school, how I made friends with certain people was I would do my impression of Jim Carrey from Ace Ventura. And I would do like an Adam Sandler impression and different stuff, like all the stuff that you just kind of do. You see people on SNL do whenever you're growing up or whatever, like mine, my Adam Sandler is very much like Jimmy Fallon's take on Adam Sandler. Like, the whole shit, come to the back of the boat. You know, that whole whole thing. And now my Adam Sandler's a little more refined because, uh, 
he's becoming a little older and he doesn't like to do the uh the voices anymore that much uh, he's more of just a, a kind of a quiet guy uh, that happens to be a, a billionaire he doesn't really maybe like to do the wacky stuff anymore I just like to do some, uh, you know, some family comedies on Netflix and uh, make my money that way, perhaps. And, uh, you know, it's nice. I'm able to put different of uh, my friends into the, the movies and stuff like that. And it uh, feels pretty good. Uh, all around, I feel like I'm a pretty uh, good guy, you know. So it's uh, evolved quite a bit over time, my, my, <laughs> my Sandler impression. But I remember distinctly making friends through... Uh, doing the Jim Carrey, the singing, the alrighty then from Ace Ventura 2, the... Alrighty then... They said, kill on the playground, dog. Heck yeah. Last question, then we'll get into this. Sweet, sweet sax, dog. At Joey Fitz Henry says, urgent, favorite fast, cho- favorite fast food chain. Dude, I got to freaking say that my favorite probably is Taco Bell. I'm a T-Bell guy all the way. I could probably eat Taco Bell every week, at least once a week, but I always love going crazy there. As far as fast food goes, that's definitely, I don't know, that's, I mean, that's what I, what I think is, oh, are, are those fighting words to some people? Is, is that a lot of callers upset about that, Lisa? Okay, well, how many people, how many people are, are mad at me for saying Taco Bell? A lot? We have a hundred people waiting on the lines right now. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, Taco Bell. Uh, I die, I live in, and die by that statement. I love Taco Bell, and it's actually a dream, not even a joke. This is a real thing. I, it's a dream of mine to be in a Taco Bell commercial someday. I don't know what capacity, but I want to be the guy who freaking eats the Taco Bell, bites into it. It's like, oh, oh, it's so spicy. I want to be the spicy guy. Can I be the spicy guy? I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty freaking good candidate to be the spicy Taco Bell guy. I would love to do that. Taco Bell, freaking hit me up. Freaking, do you want to sponsor Jeremiah Wonders? I'll do the commercial for you. Yeah. Let's make this happen. Let's go there. Okay, dude. Yeah. Jamar Neighbors wanted me to do Richard Pryor. That's a tough one. A little bit out of my my range. I want to try it. I might fail epically, but this is what this show's for, you know. I want to push myself creatively. I I want uh I I want you know. I think this is this show's finding a groove. I want to do these solo ones every once in a while, just to spice it up, just to mix it up, throw some curveballs at you guys. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Pryor, uh, that sounds a little bit like Cosby, but have you ever uh, had a dick so small that you just put the two fingers on it and you just started jerking it? 
I remember when I was uh, just a young kid and I was, you know, jerk, jerk, jerking it. And just the two fingers and you make that sound on your body that you go, whoa. That's so Cosby. That's a little bit more Cosby than I like it to be for my, my prior. But Jamar, are you freaking happy, dude? One of my best friends, Jamar Neighbors, trying to take me down a peg, telling me an impression that he knows that I can't do. Yeah, I'm stretching myself creatively, this app, dude. Going for it. Let's uh, get into this final segment, Sax Talk. Oh, Sax all right, it's time to flip that script. I'm going to tell you a story of one of my sexual encounters. That's right, your boy Jeremiah Watkins is going to share his sax talk with you right now. Now, my experience with sexual intercourse a little bit different because the woman who I married is who I lost my virginity to. So... <laughs> All of my sex stories, for the most part, outside of masturbating, are dealing with my wife, my one and only, you know? So, I don't really want to share one of those because uh, it's not like a fling thing. It's my wife that I'm talking about, you know? Gotta have some respect in that certain areas. Maybe I'll do that eventually. But what I want to do is a little bit different. I want to tell the story of the first time that I saw semen. Spoiler alert, it wasn't mine. Rewind all the way back to, ooh, church camp. And now I know what you're talking about, what you're thinking, uh, you're thinking immediately is some weird like Catholic school thing where I saw a priest semen. Hold up, it's nothing like that. I'm in my barracks with my friend Chris back in the day, last name to remain anonymous. Ooh, a little squeaky. I like that. I should have wet that reed a little bit more. Yeah, so I'm in my barracks, and I have to be probably only, ooh, what, maybe uh, 11 or 12 years old? <laughs> Calm down, ladies. And I don't know anything about my body. My dad and my mom haven't taught me jack squat. And the Christian school that I went to, that I privately attended, they for sure didn't have a sex education at that school. So, I'm a little boy and I'm confused and I don't really know what's going on in this world or what's going on with my body. A, I know that I get a lot of boners, but B, I have no idea what comes out of those things. So, I'm at this church camp in the basement of these barracks with a group of friends, and my friend Chris tells me, Hey, I know a magic trick. And I, of course, am like, I love magic tricks. Well, what is it? And he looks at me, and he goes, I can make this stuff 
come out of my penis. And I'm like, what? You are a liar. There's no way you can make stuff come out of your penis. I can make pee come out of my penis. I know that. He goes, no, it's not penis. It's something else. It's like this sticky substance. I'm like, what? I got to see this. (laughs) So Chris gets me and a group of other boys who are 12 and under, and there's a couple of creepy guys that were probably 16 or 17 that probably knew what was up. We gather around his bunk, and he drops trow. We're all laughing immediately because we're like, this is ridiculous. This guy is pulling on his wiener. Now, I've never seen or heard I know nothing about what masturbation even is. So I just see my friend tugging and going to town at his penis like he's pulling gum underneath a desk in the back of biology class, just going to town, jerking that little thing. And we're all laughing. We're having a great time. We think this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. What's going on? My best friend is pulling on his wiener? This is hilarious. Why is he doing this? And he says, stop, 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 stop laughing, guys. I got to concentrate. And that's when it got real serious, y'all. He pulled out a Polaroid picture of a girl that he went to a different church camp with and started focusing on the girl in the picture. There was some girl in just a t-shirt and a very plain looking girl, but it was getting the job done. So he starts getting a boner, knew what one of those were, and... Pretty quickly, things start to happen. We all start looking around. We're laughing, 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 having a great good old time at church camp, just not knowing what masturbation or semen is at all. He finally gets to that point of completion. And he had a stuffed reindeer that he brought with him to church camp. And he grabs that reindeer and he jizzes all over his stuffed reindeer. And that was the first time I saw semen was on a stuffed reindeer from my best friend who was 12 who had just come on it. And that's how I found out uh, about what masturbation was uh, years later. I, I actually still didn't know, like right after he did it, whenever he came on the reindeer, that uh, what he did was jacking off. I thought it was a magic trick. Just a little innocent Jeremiah. I thought he was the only one that could do that. 
And uh, I thought he had like some weird superpower or something. Guess what? I found out years later, whenever I was 17 and a half, that I was jerking off. And that was semen that was coming out of his penis. And I went back. You know, you go back in your memory bank and you, you think about stuff. And I thought about the group of guys that were watching uh, my best friend who was 12 at the time. And I was a fellow 12-year-old watch another kid jerk off. Um, that wasn't normal. It was a very weird, <laughs> very, very weird story that I have that uh, was really one of my first interactions with, uh, with uh, um, well, uh, the human body. I didn't even know that I could do that until five years later. Whenever people are like t- ask me all the time at, in high school, "Hey Watkins, you jerk off yet?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't yet." And then you know, I figured that I could do that too, except I didn't do it in uh, into a reindeer. I, I did it into toilet paper like a grown man. Yeah, dude. Ooh. What a what a weird weird story and a weird way to end this podcast, guys. Uh. I hope you had a good time listening to this podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, reach out to me. Let me know uh, on social media. And uh, I want to do uh, more of these in the future. Not not uh, not like every week or anything like that, but I think it'll be a fun treat to do every once in a while. And uh, I think, guys, I think that we should give one more round of applause uh, to our PA, uh, Lisa. She's done such a good job. I mean, you guys can't even see all the stuff. Like she, she already got all the DJs out, uh, their equipment while Sax Talk was going on and loaded out the live audience. So really appreciate all your hard work, Lisa. Uh, guys, this has been Jeremiah Wonders. And uh, as always, uh, a, a big uh, big thank you to Bronx Born Pizza for making this video happen for uh, this podcast and all the equipment. And uh, I love you guys. Speedweed, what up as well? Gino, my friend over there. Thank you guys for listening, watching, and more to come. Love doing this for you guys. Goodbye.